Two brothers would united form the Pixar Majors with the power to review Pixar movies and basically say anything that comes to their mind. Fighting the powers of evil with their mouths, their mouths, with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth. Jake Hollingsworth, and hello everybody, welcome back to this podcast, and we are back again. And sorry that this, this podcast wow. is coming out a day late, we were busy yesterday. Yeah, I think actually I think it would work better uh, if we do Tuesdays and Saturdays, not Tuesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, I always still say Tuesdays and Fridays, but we'll just have to wait and see. But anyway, um, yes, we are back today, and we have some interesting, there doesn't really anything major as far as the Marvel films, Marvel Studios, and new stuff going around. Nothing yeah. really that big. Uh, the only thing that's major that's come out recently is that the Hawkeye DLC finally dropped the same day as the Snyder Cut, which is not a good idea. But still... For, for Marvel's Avengers, the video game. Uh, just saying. We haven't really talked about that in a while. Uh, we also didn't really talk about the Kate Bishop DLC either. Uh, so they had planned that they were going to release like a new character every month, free DLC for the Marvel's Avengers game. Uh, like what happened? Kate was, Bishop. Kate Bishop was supposed to be in October. Yeah. Hawkeye would have been in November. Black Panther was was presumed to be December, although that was never confirmed. And then Spider-Man was believed to be March. And and then they delayed Kate Bishop because they wanted to fix all the bugs. And then when they delayed Kate Bishop, they delayed everything else. And Hawkeye's coming out the month that Spider-Man should have been coming out. And Kate Bishop came out in November, not October. No, she came out in December. Oh. Yeah. That is sad. Yeah, so everything just got pushed back, and so now the game is just totally off track, and they just announced Black Panther is coming in later. Summer beyond. Summer past summer. Like, end of summer, early fall, at least. Yeah. At least that's when Black Panther's coming. But we do have some interesting things coming in between Hawkeye and Black Panther. Like, we have a Monica Nefercini boss battle with the Cosmic Cube. We have MCU skins coming to the game, finally. Yeah. They're based off of the Marvel movies. They've confirmed that that's officially coming. They also have the ability to switch characters in levels, which people have been asking for forever, ever since the game first came out. Yeah, that was super and Spy- they all- we also got a slight update on Spider-Man for the game, saying that he's going to be releasing after Black Panther, and that they have people working on him now, and they can't say when he's coming out. Yeah. So, and, but still, overall thoughts on the Hawkeye DLC. I thought it was pretty good. It was, ex- it was exceptional. It was pretty good. It was way too short. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't, like, too upset or into it. I was kind of different to it. Um... But anyway, that is that, and... Just, like, real quick, Hawkeye in the game is, one, he's better than Kate Bishop, although Kate Bishop is fun, and two, Hawkeye's just a great character, and he's easily one of the best characters in the game. That was a terrible whistle. (laughs) Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, Hawkeye's pretty fun, um, that is more 
Avengers and our news. And now we are going to stop the music because, as you can see by the title, we are going to be playing Name That Tune, which is another throwback. <laughs> we are running out of ideas. I hope that doesn't shit. Oh, that's okay to, to admit now? Yeah, we're gonna stop the music now because we're gonna start playing Name That Tune, which is a throwback to season one. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna do that now. Alright, we are ready to start Name That Tune. So, I'm just gonna. Who should start? You start. I'm gonna play the song. Oh, you're gonna play the song. Okay. You have to guess it. Alright, we are ready now, so. I guess we can go. Um, what, what movie is this? Hmm. Uh, that's it, I guess. Uh, I would guess Ratatouille. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you got it right. It was Ratatouille. Oh, just what? We're just guessing what movie it's from? Alright, now let's try this one. Wally! Mm. <laughs> oh, I recognize this. Uh, wait, I recognize this. Finding Nemo? No. Finding Dory? Yes. Yeah! This one. Finding Dory. Yes. <laughs> you pick another one. Finding Dory. <laughs> I do know these quite well, so. No, first I'm gonna give you like oh, one. I'm gonna give you like one easy one. Oh, up. <laughs> yep. Aha. This one. Uh. Oh wait, is this Wally? This is Wally. Yeah, this is Wally. Yes. Oh. Uh -huh. Okay. You're dead. Inside out? <laughs> nope. You're never gonna get this. Brave. Yes! Oh. <laughs> I just took a random <laughs> guess. I assumed, because he said you're never gonna get this. I thought it would be brave because, you know, I don't like that one. Fine. <laughs> I don't like it either, yet here we are. All right. Finding Nemo. No. Up. No. What? Finding Dory? No, it's not. Inside Out. <laughs> no, we're just gonna let them all off. No. <laughs> what? Ratatouille? No, it's not Ratatouille. Up? No. Did I already guess that one? Yeah, I think no, I did. didn't. Coco. Yes! Oh, yeah! Doesn't sound like Coco. It's called, it's a song I knew it was Michael must go on. I was I, I knew it was Michael Giacchino. Alright, now this one you may get. I don't okay. I'm not sure. Uh Inside Out. No. Uh okay, let me turn that down a little bit. <laughs> what is think, this? You need to think about it. Wait, can you play some more? Yeah, you can't look. I'm not looking. I'm just pushing it. Brave? No. F finding Nemo? No. <laughs> what? Ratatouille? Give up. 
Yeah, sure. It's the good dinosaur. Ah. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, man. You said that if I said, you'll never get this one, you'll, you'll know it's one that you don't like. So this time I said, you may get this one to throw you off. Ha ha! What, what, what? I don't hear anything. I hear silence. Soul? Yes. <laughs> Why am I even doing soul in the first place? Alright. Um, so I'll just do it immediately. I'll do like, I'll do like two more. Alright. All right. Ratatouille. No. no. Wait! Incredibles! Yes. <laughs> the second I heard the music start, I was like, oh, he's gonna get this. The second I knew that the do, music do, went on. Do, do. I know that, totally. Alright. Ooh, this one. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Finding Nemo? Yes. Oh, really? Huh. Alright. I don't know. Ooh. Okay, one last one before we turn it over. Alright. Huh. Wait! Oh, I recognize this. Wait. Sounds like Michael Giacchino. Ratatouille! Yes. <laughs> it's called Remy Drives a Linguini. Ha, that's funny. Because of what he was doing. Alright, now. You must do one for me. I'm going to sit here with my eyes right, closed yeah. while Eli picks the song. Okay. Inside out. Nope. <laughs> Alright, soul. Nope. Brave? Brave? No. I might win on this first one. Incredibles. <laughs> nope. Not nope. Siwi. Nope. Are you just guessing random ones? Maybe. Uh, Monsters Inc. No. That's it. That's the whole song. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cars do you, 2. Do you give up? Fine. Whatever. It's called Zuzu Ken's Theme from Toy Story 3. Fighting Nemo. Uh, yep. How'd you know? I recognize it. It's like the whale scene, I think. You know, I'm just going to look it up. Hmm. <laughs> You're picking a song from Inside Out, aren't you? Uh, no. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Wait, say this was a bad choice. Was a bug bug wow. Life. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a bad choice. <laughs> well, then again, I did give you an easy one with Married Life. Toy Story Two. No. I recognize it. So. Is it Bugs Life? No. No. Is it anyone that I don't like? Uh, I don't know. Cars. No. Cars 2. Cars 3. No. <laughs> Toy Story 3? No. Toy Story 4? No. Toy Story 2? No. Toy Story 1? <laughs> Jake! Toy Story 1, yes or no? No. I recognize this. It's gonna bug me. Incredibles. Uh, no. Monsters University! What? <laughs> you need, you, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the song when Sully comes in. Really? Yep. Huh. Good job, fine. 
Oh, uh, I, I, I totally recognize this. Is it Space Space 3? No. <laughs> Sounds so sad. <laughs> Inside out. Nope. Oh, no. This music gives it Good away. Good dinosaur. No. Right. This music totally gives it away. Yes. What, what scene is this? <laughs> it's called The City. Oh, okay. Oh, so... Nope, nope, nope. Not doing that one. Wally. Yes. Uh, yes, okay. That was actually a random guess. I didn't really know. Alright, let's do this one. <laughs> what? Monsters, Inc. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, no. It's actually not. It's not. It's Finding Dory. Are you kidding? Why would they put the laugh in there? <laughs> That's not part of the song. That's dumb. Oh yeah, I like this groove. This ain't soul. Soul has a lot. That's way too much jazz. Oh wait a second. I know what this is from. I heard this. Wait, I know this song. Coco. Uh, yes. All right, two more. <laughs> two more. What? No, this is too easy. Uh, Wally? Why did I pick this one? No. Uh, it's so easy to me. Actually, no, I should have said that. Kill myself. Um. Whoa! That's a bit dark. Tomorrowland? No. <laughs> Tomorrowland? Is that a Pixar movie? Are you kidding? You don't recognize this? Soul, no. You just opened your eyes. I just watched no, you I open didn't. your eyes. Yeah, I just watched you open your eyes. I don't see anything. Soul, no. Yeah, it's Soul. Oh, it is? Okay, good. How did you not recognize that? I don't know. I haven't watched Soul since December. What's this from? Toys Never mind. Pixar logo. Pixar logo. We're not, that does not count. That was, was that two already? No, I don't think so. No, there's one more. One more. All right, let's do this. Ah, some grim. If it's brave. Grim music here. Is it brave? Grim, grim music here. Answer my question. Is it grave? No, it's not brave. Is it grave? Is it grave? Wait a minute. It's incredible, isn't it? Ugh, man. No, it's not. <laughs> this is so obscure, this music. Incredibles 2? I don't even recognize this. Nope. Toy Story. No. Bugs Life. Yay! You can't do that. Does it? Soul? No. Inside Out. Yes. Well, that, I succeeded at that. That was uh, quite fun. Whew. A lot more tame than it was last season, I think. All right. Well, last well the season that we did this in, I, I'm more, I know Marvel music better than I know Pixar music. Uh, yeah. So. That was uh, 20 questions. And now... Well, I think you mean name that tune. That was name that tune. We might and do this again. now we're going to move on to our the sponsorship. And then we can get into talking about my second favorite Pixar movie. Second, only, second only to Soul. <laughs> Ratatouille. Anyway, let's get into it after the sponsorship. 
l'espoir est un plat bien I should probably not sing along. <laughs> it's probably better if I don't. Okay, yeah, it's better if you don't sing along too. <laughs> I can do opera. You speak. No, that's enough. That's the, okay, that's enough. Oh, not that. Okay, yeah, that's enough. Uh, so yeah, Ratatouille. That what you just heard was the probably the most famous song from Ratatouille. Uh, we. Oui. It is. Oh no! Please don't speak in French. Why not, Monsieur? You got a problem with that? Ugh. And yes, uh, we are going to talk so about yeah, that song <laughs> "Le Festin" by Camille Camille. Uh, I don't know. She she sounds like a Muppet. Camille. She does not sound like a Muppet. Camilla, right? That's the the one of the. I think that's it's the chick, That's the chicken. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that aside, it has fifty million plays on Spotify. So oh, yeah, quite an achievement. Uh, <laughs> uh but. Yeah, so Ratatouille, what a great movie in my opinion. Although a very weird movie, but I think executed it's not very weird. well. Yeah, well, a movie about a rat who wants one, to that, cook okay. and controls a man by pulling his it's hair. It's not weird, it's just obscure. Yeah, I guess. So uh, today, our behind-the-scenes nugget for Ratatouille is that usually rats have about 500,000 hairs on their body. And Remy has how many? Would you like how how many? Wanna One. Guess, wanna guess how many hairs Remy has? One hair? Oh, that you'd be incorrect. Okay, that was a waste of a guess. Remy has one million, over one million hairs. Whoa! I've got the exact number. It's like one million one hundred thousand one hundred fifty thousand seventy. I think that's the number. That was taking forever to animate. Yeah. So with Sully, they had some trouble with his hair animating his hair all the way back in Monsters University. I mean, Monsters, Inc., not Monsters University. That's not even happened yet uh, in the point of Ratatouille. They must have also had trouble animating him in Monsters at Work, too. <laughs> uh, but in Monsters, yeah, in Monsters, Inc., they had a lot of trouble with Sully, so they had developed new techniques and a whole new software, I believe, in order to animate all of the hairs on Sully's body. And now, once we get to Ratatouille, their technology has improved, but it is still hard when you're animating these rats and you have to animate, like, thousands of them. There's like Yeah, there's, like, 50 of them in this whole movie. So they had to develop new techniques and new sh- stuff for this movie as well because there's so many rats. And they have Aww, rats. a million hairs <laughs> on them, literally. Buttle. So, uh, yeah, that is... Uh, the behind-the-scenes nugget for today, and now let's get. We can discuss our second Brad Bird movie of this Pixar coverage. Yes, and this movie, I as I mentioned, is my second favorite Pixar movie. It was my favorite Pixar movie until Soul came out, and it became my favorite. Uh, but yeah, this is my favorite Pixar movie, and I just really like. Uh, it's hard to explain. Things are. There's I, like really the look of, I like the look of this. I, I like the look of this movie. I like the way this movie looks. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, but I think it's just for a lot. Like this movie, things are kind of just happening. There's not anything really driving the plot forward, uh, and it's not like there's this big deadline that we have to reach or something we have to do by this specific yeah, the, time. That the de- the deadline formula that Pixar uses a lot. Uh, there's nothing, like, driving it forward. Things are kind of just happening. Like, it's Rat- Ratatouille gets to the place. <laughs> Remy gets to the 
uh, Gusto's, and That's you know, he just say. he just have he's Gusto. just helping Linguini out, and things are just happening. Like there's nothing really too important. Like we're just cutting day by day to the cooks doing their thing in the kitchen, daily serving their uh, customers. Uh, yeah, their custom mouse. Uh, and, and uh, they're just c- just following just their daily uh, lives, and it's not like this. Antonigo is coming next week, and so we need to prepare. Yeah, it's uh, not like they have like it's not like it's not like this is like oh no, Antonigo is coming next week. We need to be prepared, and then they have no food, and they have to like go out and make they have to like go out and make the food. Yeah, and it seems like this movie takes place over a large course of time. Like, apparently Remy was down there in the sewers at the beginning of the movie for a long time. Because uh, he's like, I've been underneath Paris all this time? He must have been underneath Paris. And I'm like, first. whoa, how long was that exactly? It's probably like two weeks or something like that. Yeah, and so he, he's he been... So then, after that, and then uh, after Chef's, uh, er, Chef Skinner Linguini gets oh. uh, instated as Gusto's... Garbage er, boy! He finally gets like realize that Gusto's son, then there's like a massive time jump and a montage and we're just going through time. And uh we go obviously multiple months into the future because uh or we like just past multiple months because the health inspector said he would be there like in a few months and then the health inspector the health inspector shows up at the end of the movie. So, obviously, a lot of time passed during that montage period. And things are just happening. So, it's just a nice journey uh, and a fun time, too. Uh, and, like, this, there's just some really crazy ideas in there about a rat wanting to become a chef. Uh, and this rat aco- tries to accomplish this by controlling a man by pulling his hair. Which, I don't think... How, does, how exactly does that work, though? Are you feeling anything? Like, up there, Jake? how does? <laughs> yeah, I do feel stuff. Yeah, I'm just pulling on Jake's hair, seeing if anything's happening, and nothing's really happening. I'm pulling on your hair now. Yeah, no, nothing's happening. Like, how does that I work? I don't For, think oh, that's so. Real. What does that mean? The bullies at Linguini School do they like? Do they like pull on his hair, and then his hand would like shoot up into the air? Yeah, <laughs> like hey, Linguini, and he's like <laughs> they pull on his hair. He's like what? His hands go flying up to the air. Does that? How it works, I guess he's like, is he some kind of like weirdo? No, he's not a weirdo. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's, I don't think that's true. That, that actually happens. If you pull on someone's hair or something, then you can actually move their That's body. just for the context of the movie. Yeah. But it, overall, it's a great movie. And I can't watch this movie without being hungry. For some bizarre reason, whenever we watch it, I usually get hungry. Yeah, we didn't eat, eat a single thing while we were watching I know, but I had the hungry feeling. Well, because there's all this delicious food in it. I know it's like you. I know like you, they they serve all this food to make it look so good, and I want to eat it. The cheese looks looks especially good, and also like when they're in the food safe, um, the food they're safe. talking, and like Remy sees the cheese behind Linguini, the cheese just glows. <laughs> I didn't never notice that before, and it's really, really funny. Seriously? Yeah, that's a nice little detail. Uh, I also like how Ian Holm plays Chef Skinner. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. He has a really good French accent, and he goes a little... No, wait. I think... Seriously, I think Ratatouille has a G rating. Well, I'd be, I'd be wait, surprised if it does. Ratatouille. Right, 
I think it's I think, I think it's, I think it's, PG. it's us. It's, it's G. G. That dude, this should get a no. It should have gotten PG. Like the old lady literally pulls out a gun and, and starts shoots shooting. at them. Yeah. Then also those those two people are fighting over a remote. Not, not really, but like one of them shoots off a gun. Yeah. And another and then like and also um they have dead rats being shown. Yeah, they have like these dead bodies across the screen. Exactly. So and they, then uh, Chef Skinner says says yeah. the, uh, says uh, the place. Welcome. To welcome, he says, welcome to Hades. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome it's, to Hades. Not he doesn't say that exactly, but you know what I mean. And like they, that should have gotten PG rating. I'm surprised. Car should have gotten the PG rating. Why? You know why? Well, I, obviously they have I these. Mean, there's, there's little suggestive references. And but... they have a big crash. That that big crash should have sent it to PG, PG. But okay, that's me. And also, here's a question that I have with this movie. Uh-huh. So at the beginning of it. We have all these Remy and his rat and his rat colony are moving through and they're all in the trash <laughs> and then like looking through stuff and then Remy finds this perfectly good egg sugar thing at the beginning of the movie. It's so perfectly good. It's not rotten at all and it's just sitting in the trash and I'm just like, why would that person throw it out? It's perfectly good. Are you like are they like alert? Is that person is Granny? Is not granny. Is that old woman allergic to it or something? Uh, I don't know. It's Jake. You're not supposed to question my question. <laughs> uh, it's just one question that I have, and it just I'm just surprised that someone would throw out something that looks as so good as that. And it does look really good. Maybe it was restored um by minerals in the ground. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I can't okay, really fine. put my finger on why I like this movie so much. I just like it's just a really great time, uh, and like because it, it's, it's it's very funny also. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, like yeah, like especially Linguini, he is very hilarious as a character, and his perf- the guy who played him, I forget his name. Uh, I f- yeah, he his performance as Linguini was just really great, and he really brought that character. Oh yeah, he life. did. He did do a good job. I also liked um, Lou Romano. Lou Romano. I also liked the guy with the thumb. Which, the thumb. which one? All of them have thumbs. Oh, the guy, the guy who killed. Yeah, the guy who killed. They said that he did some. He was in jail, but he always changes his story. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I traded a hole in the ozone. I robbed. I robbed the biggest bank. I killed a man. With I robbed. The, I robbed the second biggest bank in the country. I created a hole in the ozone in France. I kill the man with this thumb. And yeah. I think the thumbs, and and then later, and also I, my conspiracy is that the, that he actually did that, the, that story where he killed the man with his thumb is true because later in the movie, um, Shevsky is leaning in, stalking them through the window, and then he comes up and has his and holds out his thumb that he used to kill a man, and mm-hmm. he, and all of a sudden Shevsky is being thrown backwards. So my theory is that he, he actually did confirm. I think that's that. in, I think that's implied, maybe, probably. But speaking of that, there are some kind of li- like dark things for like a kids movie, G-rated kids. They movie. have like wine in this movie, man. That's not everywhere. Right uh, but like they hold, uh, they hold Chef Skinner and the health inspector hostage. <laughs> like they literally <laughs> tie them up and throw them in a dark room that's for true. hours, <laughs> probably even overnight. So that'd be scary. That's a that's a bit uh dark. Also, for a kids movie. I know this is an animated movie, but if you were, but also that'd be really disgusting. 
if you had actual rats cooking in a kitchen, that would be really disgusting. Yeah, well, Colette almost, like, barfs outside. She almost threw up, yeah. And, like, also... But for some reason, Linguini is super okay with rats. Yeah, he's not afraid of them at all. He doesn't think to, like... He's not disgusted by them. Like, with everyone else, when they see a rat, they... Flip like, out and try to kill like it. They start, like, barfing and, or, like, they get really disgusted. They try to kill it, too. Linguini seems really fine with rats. Uh, maybe there's something going on there. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he is he a rat. He met the witch from Brave, and she turned him into a rat. Wait, she turned him into a rat? Yes. Or maybe he was a rat, and the witch from Brave, if that Pixar theory is true, which is not, um, she turned him into a human. Maybe he was a rat, and she turned him into a no, human. No, because he was having some issues with his dad. Like Merida was having issues with her mom, and so she turned him into a rat to teach him a lesson. And oh. then once his daddy issues were resolved, then he got turned back into a human, like Merida. Uh, Merida never got turned into it's a quite, bear. It, it's, the, it's a separate spinoff movie, in case you didn't know. It's called Coward, uh, if you've never heard of it. And it's about Linguini and his daddy issues, and he meets the witch from Brave in real life. That's not a real short, don't listen to him. Oh yeah, no, 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 it's not a short, it's a movie. It's called Coward, starring Linguini. That's not a movie either. As don't starring to him. Linguini as himself. Uh, yeah, no, that's not. Really and right. the Pixar theory is still not true. But um, <laughs> of course, it, no, it was never intended to be true. I know. That's the whole point of it. Well, maybe there are some people out there who believe in it. But anyway. yeah, there's probably some like casual fans who just heard of it and are like, "Oh my goodness, it's true." It's no, not. it's not. It's not true. And they went as far as to, you know, actually, I'll save that for Toy Story 4. Yeah, we should uh, save that. <laughs> and then, anyway. um, like, yeah, like, it's, it's all, it's just a great movie. No, um, I thought Shift Skinner, but Shift Skinner was really good. Yeah, Ian Holm, rest in peace, my man. Yeah, rest uh, in peace, Bill He Bob. did a great, sorry, he did a great job as um, Chef Skinner. I wonder Skinner. if he ever met Martin Freeman. Um, mate, Probably. I mean, if they didn't meet each other, then that'd be sad. Most likely, ninety-nine percent chance. I know Elijah Wood met him, obviously. Uh, yeah, they were literally they were in, in scenes together. together. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, which, and then, um, I liked the dad. That was fun. That was cool. What dad? That. In this movie? Yes, in this movie. What dad? Oh, the Remy's dad. Yeah. Okay, I was what like, mm, Gusto. What dad do I mean? Whatever I mean, dad. Well, Gusto, maybe. Well, he never got to meet him. And son. maybe soon to be Linguini too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, apparently he didn't even know that his son existed. Ratsui sequel coming in 2025. Please, no. Just quit it with the sequels. Uh, anyway. They'll come back at some point. They, they yeah, always, they, they will. They always do. That's going to be so annoying. Uh, but what were we talking about? Linguini? Oh, yeah, about Remy's dad. dad. Uh, yeah, that was kind of, yeah, I guess, a, a cool thing. Uh, the whole, like, I don't know, being yourself stuff. Uh, doesn't really affect me too much in particular. Like, what do you mean by be yourself stuff? Like, Remy being himself. Cause oh. Like, he likes not pretending and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's not really the best. I like, I mean, it's a good message and I like it, but it's, it doesn't really affect me too much emotionally. No. Uh, I'm more just like the movie for like the other stuff that's in it as a whole. And just like passion in your work, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I don't really 100% know why i like this movie so much i just I really what, enjoy it even though it's not my top five uh i do think it was, it's definitely a top 10 movie for me anyway yeah i think it's just really great movie uh but so yeah the dad was cool emil was good 
And there was even some minor, you know, peer pressure. The uh, big rat I liked. The one with the A113 on his ear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I liked him. He was he was. A113 is in this movie twice. It is. When was the first time? It's on the rat, big rat's ear. And, and then it's on the movie that Linguini was watching with the train. Oh, yeah, that's right. In Paris, you can dream whatever you want. Oh, wait, Paris is the best place to dream. Why not? We are in Paris, and that's for right, everybody. No, that's dumb. Um, I should talk about the French accent first. I should talk about the French accent for this one part. Yeah, you should. Mm, nah, no, I don't think so. Uh, but what were you? Yeah, so that could, uh, like, yeah. Uh, also, I was I just speaking a brief uh, alien also, language just right then and there. There's also an up Easter egg in this movie. Yeah, was the, the dog that the dog that barks yeah. at Merkin and moved to the house. That's Doug. That's Doug. Yeah. If you put them side by side, it's exactly. Wait, but also, isn't Wally next? Yeah, Wally's the next one, but there is a Wally Easter egg in this movie. And it's like when when we first puts is coming into his apartment. This is a really gross Easter egg though, but who cares? <laughs> um there's like the cockroach from uh Wally confirming, seemingly confirming that cockroaches can survive a nuclear blast. No, I'm just kidding. Um What what? Why? There's it's oh, rumored, in it's rumored like, in real world, there's rumors that cockroaches can survive a nuclear blast. Oh, really? Yeah. But that's never been proven. We'll just have to wait and see on that. They can survive a bunch of foot stampings on their faces. I don't understand how that's possible, but anyway. They have, like, 50 co- lives. Co- cockroaches. Co- the co- cockroaches. No, the cockroach from Wally is in the apartment when Wigweenie first puts, like, when he's putting his bike in. Yeah. It's somewhere in there. You have to find it. I didn't see it this time, but I, I know it's there. Yeah, you, you have to look really closely. It's like on the wall. Yeah. Uh, Chinese takeout box. We haven't really talked about the Chinese take, takeout like box. That's like one of the minor Easter eggs. Yeah, one of the minor Easter eggs that you can find in a lot of Pixar movies is this Chinese takeout box that appears in a lot of movies. So apparently in every single one of these movie universes that have the Chinese takeout box in them, there's some. it's a really good Chinese place. Yeah, I know. Place. Like seriously. What is this Chinese place called? I would, I would like to know. Uh, Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like I was saying, there was there's kind of some minor uh, peer pressure themes in there about like Emil and his friends and Remy. Uh, there's there's kind of I'd say there's kind of some peer pressure um, stuff in there. Like, What's peer pressure again? Peer pressure is you go out you go out with all your friends on an outing and they all go hey let's go get some beer and do underage drinking oh and then because oh, everyone okay, else okay, is doing it, it all your peers are doing it then you're like oh yeah yeah okay yeah a little bit of your picture you know you know it's wrong uh so yeah remy you know which don't do all that those, all those don't do <laughs> yeah. that don't do, don't do that people that's, that's well, wrong. just an example <laughs> uh but so yeah like the when they're like hey remy go get us some food and he's like Okay, fine. And they keep coming back. Well, Emil, Emil keeps blabbing. Yeah. And he keeps making more people. Emil is... I don't like the representation. I don't... I do not like the representation of older brothers in this movie. <laughs> I am incredibly biased, <laughs> but I don't care. Uh, I don't like That's his... funny. Because older brothers are not that dumb in real life, uh, Yeah, guys. no. In, in Pixar movies, the older you get... The older men get, the dumber they become. Because in all these Pixar movies... Well, now even more, more recently, the dad is the doofus goofball, and the older brother is less of a doofus goofball, but still kind of becoming a doofus goofball, like a uh, Barry Barley Barley. How dare you guys name <laughs> Barry Barley and onward? He's kind of a good goofball, but he's but he's different because he's funny. Mm, yeah, and then the Emil in Ratatouille. 
He's starting to become. A he's this one. He's a he's he's dumb. Um, I'm sorry. But, and but, women, the older okay, they okay. get, the smarter they get. Okay, we get. Okay, we've made that very clear. We don't need not need you to go into that again. Point Just is, a trend. Okay, yeah. Point is, I do not like the representation of older brothers in this movie, and I am incredibly biased, but don't care. End of discussion. Period. Let's move on. So just listen to our Raya podcast, and you'll hear my uh, thoughts on like modern trends. I guess. All right. It's just a trend thing. It's nothing. Nothing personal. Like women need to be powerless. Just it's a trend, and it just annoys me when like there's like the tr- a super popular trend everywhere. I just get annoyed by it. Wow. Especially in movie culture. So, uh, yeah, that's that is uh so. and also there's a lot of incredible easter eggs in this movie yeah like when he tries to when, yeah. when we think about putting Remy's underwear he's wearing incredibles underwear yeah you can see <laughs> incredible which uh underwear. it's kind of sad that we're examining that as as in detail as we are <laughs> yeah sorry and then also later when um chef skinner when bilbo uh, or chef skinner is chasing <laughs> remy um there's an he's a bit of a hobbit <laughs> there's an incredibles post hat <laughs> that's funny you're right and then yeah, like he's kind of short Okay, when Chef Skinner is chasing Remy in the background, you can see an Incredibles poster with Mr. Incredible on it. And even more than that, Bon Voyage himself is in the background. When um, Linguini and his and Colette, I never remember her name. Colette. Colette, that's what they say. And then, um, try saying that five times fast. Colette, 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 Colette. Wow, that's easy. And then, um, I was so when really there's... Colette, 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 Colette. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you said, clat. Clot, clot, clot. Yeah, no. Anyway, um, um, like when they're skating, you can see Bon Voyage is in the background doing mime things. Yeah, he's like a mime. Wait, what about Linguini? Linguini, 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 I can't even say it. Linguini, Linguini, Linguini. I can't do it. Linguini. I was expecting Colette to be harder. Colette, 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 Colette. You can't even say Colette. I didn't say the thing. Oh, wait. Linguini, Linguini. Colette, 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 Colette. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's not that hard. Linguini is Linguini Linguini. Like, All right, okay. I can't even say it two times. Okay, well, okay, we learned. Okay, what? Linguini 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 Linguini. Okay, I almost made it. Point of the story: Linguini. Colette is easy to say five times fast. <laughs> I guess. Lingu- and yeah. no, no. The actual point of the story is there's incredible Easter eggs in this movie, and we cover. Yes. Most of them. <laughs> All right, and also the the we are. Oh wait, no. There's also John Ratzenberger, another Easter egg. That they yeah, he do. plays the waiter. He's the waiter that quits with everybody at the end of the movie, oh, which is yeah. sad. And then also the Pizza Planet truck is seen in the movie. Like when she, in a, one of the wider shots of Chef Skinner chasing Remy, you can see the Pizza Planet truck is in the yeah, background. Yeah, when Remy uh, gets the letter gets and the, learns that yeah, Linguini, the Gusto's will and Gusto's Gusto. wife's letter, uh, and he's running, jumping across boats in the harbor. Uh, if you look on the bridge in the background, you can see the Pizza Planet truck going. Yeah, it goes by. Uh, and then where's the Pixar ball? I forgot where the Pixar ball is. Oh man, that's like the we'll let that slide. It's like one Easter egg. We covered all the all the rest of them. Oh man, I feel, that's gonna bug me now. No, we can we can find it later. But, but yeah, this is a very great movie. It's very good. It looks it looks good, and it's also. Makes me yeah, hungry. Yeah, like the food is just awesome. Uh, rad suit. The rad suit looks really good. And they use a lot of techniques to make Remy really feel small. And they kind of had to fight the computer. Uh, because if you didn't know when you're making a movie, like every, so, since everything is digital, like there's a digital camera and everything. And so when you're doing it like an animated film, the camera just wants to, or the computer just wants to make the camera keep everything in focus. Like everything is just clear as day. And so there's like a whole team dedicated to cameras and lenses and uh, 
depth of field and uh, blurring the background and stuff like that, like actual lens choices on cameras. Uh, and so they had to fight the computer on when you every time you like get in close on Remy and are like down in Remy's perspective, they really try to blur the background a ton so that it really gets the feeling of Remy being small. Uh, that's one of the techniques they used when in making Remy feel small. Yeah, it's cool. Is, is that so? That's uh, that's one of the techniques they used there. And another fun fact. Uh, the humans have no toes. No, to save time, since they were doing so so much other stuff, all of the human characters that you see in this movie do not have any toes. So they're all yeah, wearing. Yeah, you told me that. They're all wearing shoes all the time, and they do not have any toes underneath those shoes. Uh, so that's another fun fact. And there's a fun fact about how Patton Oswalt was uh, chosen for the role of Remy. Uh oh, what did he do? What do you mean? What did he do? I'm asking. He didn't what? do anything bad. Oh, okay. uh, it was so Brad Bird heard him on the radio talking about food, uh, and now I remember what I was gonna say. Oh, what? Okay, you, no, go ahead with your go, go ahead with your thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say something, so, yeah. but then you started talking about the red, the small Remy thing, and I forgot. And then uh, I, and then I saw we you like a, in, look. You looked very distressed over there. I was like, is he mad about something? No, I was thinking. I was like, what was I gonna say? And then you said the food thing, and then I remembered what I was yeah. going to say. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, Brad Bird, the director of this movie, in case you did not know. He directed Incredibles, Iron Giant, Incredibles 2, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, so he heard Pat Oswalt on the radio talking about food. Uh, and he said that besides Pat Oswalt being very, being very hilarious, and uh, he really liked him, he's, he was also very, like, passionate about talking about food. And, like, uh, he just had a lot of, like... Yeah, I don't know, emotion, passion, stuff, and he and he thought his voice belongs to a smaller. Sounds like it would belong to a smaller being. <laughs> uh, That's a little mean. No, that like, just he was. He started thinking about Remy, I guess. Oh, okay. Not like he's like Pat Oswalt should be short, uh, or like this tiny guy. He just sounds like it would fit well with a smaller being. So anyway, what were you gonna say? So. And he tried so desperately to remember. What I was going to say, this is very important. So, obviously, this oh, Ratatouille really? in this movie, I think you may know where this is going. How, did, did you eat Ratatouille once, Eli? Uh, yes, I did. Tell them about that experience, because I, I think they would what? like to know. What? No. Tell them, come on. It's Ratatouille, and this episode's about the movie Ratatouille, and you ate Ratatouille, so tell them what you thought. Uh, I'm going to be real here. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Alright, so we were on a cruise, and do you even know where I'm going with this? I think I might. Go ahead. Keep, just keep going. Keep going. Okay, fine. Uh, so we were on a cruise with our family last February. Okay, good. That's like the cruise I'm thinking of. Okay. And, uh, like, we were out to dinner one night, and, like, I looked at the menu. The food is already prepaid for, all the food that you eat on the cruise ship. And so I was like, oh, Ratatouille is on the menu. I'm going to get that. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I love Ratatouille. So I'm just going to get Ratatouille. Uh, so I could have said that I ate it. And it came. And it looked nothing like it did in the movie. <laughs> Not one bit. Because whoever, like, they, they the rest, Gusto's is slightly and subtly based on, like, a real restaurant in real life. I forget the name of it. But, like, the guy there, he, like, created the way that Remy makes Ratatouille in the movie. 
And so it's like a totally different way of making it. And so what they brought to me was this disgusting looking soup thing that is like had all these vegetables in it and blah, blah, blah. it was like this little like yeah this like pot of ugliness uh no offense to... if anyone from carnival what was that carnival breeze uh, carnival i think it was carnival magic oh. if anyone from okay if anyone from carnival remember one if they if you remember us two if anyone from carnival that was on that ship that served eli that red to is listening to this i apologize for his behavior yeah it's probably delicious or something but i did not eat it so, didn't you you didn't wait you didn't eat not even a bite i don't think so what no you said you never ate it uh, yeah, I don't. Okay, the don't next so. whatever cruises open up again, I'm going to make you eat. Yeah, it. I know. I feel like I should. It, like if we, well, one, if we ever do go to that dinner, and second, if we, if we ever cruises opening up, I'm going to make you eat it, and so then you can come on here at some point and tell them what. I'm gonna what like you tell the waiter and get you prepared like the the Pixar movie, <laughs> and then he's gonna be like, "What? Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm probably eat it next time. I don't really remember. I think I might have eaten it." But probably not. All right. Because <laughs> it looked nothing like the movie. What are you talking about? That what do you expect little, from me? That is a little a little silly how you didn't eat it because it didn't look like the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. We first, can talk about some food stuff with you too, Jake. What you're not going to. And also, um, that, that's like that's how French people make it. These are like different people. Yeah, these are like agents, right? I think so. I don't people know. on Carnival, yeah? Yeah. So if there was a French, if it was a French person, it probably would look like the movie. Yeah, I'm like, could you prepare it like it is in the movie, please? Because that looks delicious and it's animated, so they could just make it look ten times as delicious. Anywho, that's the story of Eli yeah. not eating ratatouille. Which, by the way, I'm, I am going to make him eat it next time. If we ever go to a place that has ratatouille on the menu, I'm going to make him eat it. Just so you guys know. You don't. You can't make me do anything. I feel. I can, but I, I kind of want to because I feel bad for not – or I don't think – I think I might have. If you don't but... eat it, I'll leave this podcast. All right. See ya. <laughs> oh, ouch. Anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Anywho, this, this, was, this is a really good movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. That was a good way to end things. Totally. Uh, yeah, with the story, story of Ratatouille, the embarrassing story of how I didn't eat it. <laughs> Anyway, I, I was, it's, it's a really good movie. And I was yeah. probably giving Again, a... I can't quite 100% put my finger on why. Like, exactly why, how much, like, I love it. Why I, I love it so much. Uh, but it is just a great, fantastic, fun time. So, I'd probably give it like I'd an really 8.8, 8, I think. No, 8.5. I give it more like a 9.5 out of 10. Wow, we're, 10, we're about 10 apart. 9.7, probably. I give it an 8.5. That's how wow. I feel. What? It's a little sad. <laughs> Don't get mad, Eli. All right. Any, Don't any... get mad. I'm not getting mad. What are you talking about? You seem like you're about to get mad. I said that's sad. Oh. oh that's bad. Never mind. Anyway. Wow, that's heavy. Thank it's you like guys Marty for listening. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the Eli. What? Why, do you, why are you saying heavy so much? Is the gravitational pull in the 80s off balance or something? You know, know. like from Back to the Future? I don't remember that part. Because Marty says heavy all the time. He's like, that's heavy. Oh, yeah, he does. And then Doc life. says, we just watched this scene the other day. Yesterday. We did? Yes. I don't remember that. Anyway. Anyway, thank you guys, Wesley. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you also enjoyed the Ratatouille Eli story. Um, and thank you yeah. guys for listening. Don't forget to watch Eli. Because I didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. Thank you for watching Eli. 
Be sure to go watch Eli at Hollingsworth Enterprises. Be sure to watch me at JBA that's Studios. A bit, that's a bit presumptuous. Thanks for watching him. Be sure, to, be sure to come watch me at JBA Studios. Watch both of us at Minecraft Madness, Hollingsworth Gaming, and, I'm forgetting these, and Movie Major's YouTube channel, which we will be having our live stream. And Minecraft Madness. Oh, did you already say that? Yeah, I said that. Okay. And also, Movie Majors, be sure to watch Movie Major's YouTube channel, which we'll be having our live stream on April 17th. <laughs> At uh, also, 2, 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We still haven't time. decided. We'll we will make the definitive decision soon. Yes, we'll, we'll get back to you guys on that. Be sure to also go check out the, the X-Files and X-Men podcast that I have with Eli Spencer from Is It Good? Be sure you can check that out. And also, and also remember, this, this isn't, isn't recording. recording. It's Talking, Talking With Style. style.